This Fab FM podcast is proudly brought to you by Bendigo Bank, Port Douglas and Mossman. Offering a full range of competitive banking products and technology you'd expect from a big bank with the personal service and care you'd expect from us. Furthermore, the Port Douglas branch is now excited to announce its brand new location at the Saltwater Building, Shop 9, 26 to 30 Macrossan Street. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. Richard Pascoe uh, joins us, uh, and, and we haven't heard from Richard for a couple of weeks. He's been very busy, but apparently you're in a seedy part of Adelaide. Oh, I am, Paul, at the moment. I'm a bit concerned. So if so that line goes blank, could you call the police? Yes. Um, I'm just at the pub just off Hanson Road in Adelaide, and there are three prostitutes at the moment touting the business in front of me, and another bloke keeps tapping on the window wanting to sell me certain substances, Paul. And don't do those substances, kids. That's all I'm saying. So, yes. Exactly. And uh, it's not Hanson Road in the middle of Adelaide. It's in one of the suburbs. Right. This suburb, in some of the back streets, is about as low as you can go. So. Yes, it, it, yes. I know that uh, area there. There's a couple of Chinese restaurants there where you never know what you're going to get. Exactly right. So, yes, especially when one hung low cooks it for you. Well, especially one hung low. But let us get to what we do best, Richard Pascoe, our tech guy. Now, now, if you're a homeowner or a small business and you subscribe to a tech support service, you may not be getting what you're paying for. Paul, there are still a few people out there who subscribe to tech support services. And what I mean by that is... uh Unlike me, but uh, you know, I, I would come and see you at your home or your business. Um, it's all done over the phone. Um, so you know, people ring up and say it's now time. Can you log on to my computer and check everything out? So out, you know, see if there's any security issues on there. I found a couple lately that uh, are not getting what they're paid for at all. Now, one poor homeowner was paying five hundred dollars a year for this company to supposedly log onto her computer once a month and check everything out. Uh, and they were also then paying another $250-odd for an antivirus software to go on. So we're up to $750 a year, Paul. Mm. Um, and she was a bit concerned about it. So, you know, in the end, I went out and had a look. Uh, she was definitely not getting what she was supposed to be paid, what she was paying for at all. Um, there were multiple security issues uh, with her computer out there as well. They left old copies of her antivirus on there, basic, basic, which basically means that her antivirus wasn't working effectively on there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if you're one of these people that are doing it, can I just say there's lots of good local people up there who will come to your home or your office, check things out, make sure that you're that everything's running well, but don't let strangers who you don't know log on to your computer. She had no idea who these people were, um, only that she'd been supporting them for five years. Do you know who they were, Paul? Who were they? These are the people that ring us at night, the scammers, to go along and say there's a problem with with your computer. Uh, Do you want us to fix it? We'll log on to it. She cut the middleman out, Paul. She rung them. Call centre stand. Call centre stand. And companies hate it when I do that, so yes. (laughs) So, you know... Get the independent tech person in there, Paul. Get a local computer person. They will do a better job for you rather than taking your money overseas. True. Richard Pascoe, uh, now, you know, we, we know we've got an election coming up next year. We're not quite sure of the date yet. It hasn't been announced. But apparently Labor would introduce scam buster minister to crack down on shonks and online fraud. Is this true? 
Yeah, you did a big, big press conference the other day, Paul. Stephen Jones, Labor's Shadow Minister for Financial Services, said Who? he would like to take... Who? Stephen Jones. He must have been in the shadows. I've never heard of him. <laughs> Neither have I, Paul. He would like, he'd like to take on the scam-busting portfolio. He came out and made a statement, Paul. He said, we need a comprehensive strategy to tackle this. He said $33 billion was last year was lost through mm. scams and online fraud. Hate to tell Stephen, that's worldwide, and I think it's a bit far from the mark. In Australia, it's about $211 million, I think, so far this year. Um, as well, he said, we need a champion of this inside government. Now, Stephen was also seen to go in and buy some spandex, put a big S on his chest. He's got a cape now. Um, <laughs> am I making fun of this, Paul? Yes. Yes, I am as well. If anybody out there thinks a ministering government is going to go along and fix scams, have we got a block of land to sell you? So, yeah, Richard, uh, he will be Shadow Minister for Scams. Is that correct? That's exactly right. Well, when he does that, is say they get elected and he becomes Scam Minister, he could look into Labor's brand stacking. There we go. Wow. The, the, the IBAC and ICAC and RUCAC and... I, I had a CAC. You had a cack, we had a cack, everywhere a cack cack. Um, uh, but but they all come out and they've said they're branch stacking and all of that. Look, I'm sure it goes on with both parties, but it'll be interesting because if this man gets in, he can then investigate the scam of branch stacking in his own party, which would be fantastic. And we know he would do that. Because he is the scam buster minister. Again, big S on his chest. Good on you, Stephen, for having a go. But I always say to people, Paul, Government, ministers and technology are light years apart. <laughs> yeah, don't mix the so, two. Don't, don't mix, mix the, the two. two up, people. So, seriously, there is, you know, I'd like to see, you know, I'd like to see a minister for technology. It, it comes under somebody's portfolio somewhere. Com- but communications. Minister for technology, which it should be. I, I think that is what should happen more than anything. We move on. The new MacBook Pro, what are your thoughts? Thanks to Apple, I've been able to get a MacBook Pro to use for a couple of weeks to, to get my thoughts in it. Uh, these are the ones that are quite expensive. And I'll get to the price in a minute, Paul. Um, they've only been out for a couple of weeks. These are the fastest thing I have ever used in all my years. Wow. I cannot explain to you how quick this is. This is the Bucati Veyron of laptops. What? That's how quick this thing is. It's all got a wonderful keyboard on it as well. Now, people, if you're ever buying a laptop, make sure that you always go along and uh, type on the keyboard because, as you would know, Paul, keyboards mean everything to you, don't you, when you type out all that. They do. And by the way, what colours does it come in? It comes in uh, a silvery colour or a darker silvery colour. They should have made a red one, then it would go even faster. It would too, so yes. Um, best screen I've actually seen on a laptop, superb. I was actually put up some 5K video on it um, to show something the other day. Beautiful colour representation on there. Best screen, 1080p webcam, which makes you look great in video calls. Battery life, I'm getting comfortably two days out of it. And even when I'm doing things like editing things like audio and video, I can still get my two days out of there as well, Paul. Great sound from the speakers best sound i've actually heard out of a laptop for as well when you import video does it really well exports it done i can multitask while editing video mm. and as it should be paul as the model i am trialing 
will cost you $3,749. Ooh, it's getting up there. It's getting up there, Paul. That gets you a one terabyte hard drive, 16 gig of RAM, 10 core CPU, 16 core GPU, which means it's really, really good. Now, the most important aspect of what I'm telling you, this laptop is for professionals only. If you're in the audio business, the video business, uh, professional photographer, this is for you. I had somebody message me when I put up a quick post uh, saying I had one. I'm going to buy one for the kids. It's not for the kids. Right. It's, that'd be a complete and utter waste of time buying one for these kids. If you're a professional, you want the latest, greatest and the best, this is for you. Richard Pascoe, our tech guy, we move on to the crap tech item of the week. Um, This is an interesting one. This reminds me of a time gone by, a very retro crap item of the week. It's the Victrola Vintage 3-speed Bluetooth portable suitcase record player (laughs) with built-in speakers. I want one. I want one. We'll we'll get to this, Paul. All right. right? Yep. Um, It's got a three-speed belt-driven turntable for three speeds. 33 and a third, 45 and 78 RPMs. Now, for the kids out there, they were different different size records we used to have back in the old days. So 33 and a third is the album, 45 is the single, and 78 is from times gone by. Old Bakelite. (laughs) Old Bakelite. So it's a suitcase record player. So it's all in a little suitcase. Now, oh. they said it's got upgraded premium sound quality. It's perfect. They say it's for your living room, bedroom or office. You know, Paul, when I want to romanticise the women, there's nothing better than pulling out your vinyl record and whacking, your, whacking it onto your turntable in the bedroom. Absolutely. I want one. This is not a crap tech item of the week. This should be in your normal thing. No, it's awful. So they say you can take your tunes anywhere as well. You know, what I need to do is I need to take my vinyl records in the car and go for a drive in the country and you go over a bump and you watch the needle fly up and you go to a different track on there as well. Um, They say standard connection options as well. You can put Bluetooth speakers on it. And it says, Paul, no stereo system or extra equipment required. Get up and running in minutes. Yep, you whack the vinyl record on. It's all charged up. Put the needle down and you're away. Now, all the controls you need, Paul, it's got an it's an input select knob, a power volume knob, and an auto stop switch as well. I love this. I love this. And look, and by the way, you saying go on a trip, you don't take a vinyl record player in the car, for goodness sake. This is for at home to hear the warm sound of vinyl. I want one. I've got to have one. Well, you can get it through Amazon, people. It won't be. You know, just play it through. Play Bluetooth through your phone. It's going to sound better. You don't need those scratchy sounds, Paul. Oh, now, see, this is the thing. You see, vinyl is back in a big, big way. In fact, a lot of the, you wouldn't know this, you know, but a lot of the artists now are putting uh, out albums of vinyl. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I so, somebody was putting out an album in uh, on a cassette as well the other day. So get your pencils back, folks. No, no. Look, I, I'm with you on that. The cassette's out. But vinyl is in, mate, has never gone out. It's a beautiful sound. And you have a portable little vinyl thing here that's retro and it's got all of those things because a lot of people at home have got 45s. They've got the 33 and a third. And also a few people have got 78s. And you can play it on this. I don't know why you've got this in the crap tech oh. item of the week. I'm buying one. I'm going on Amazon and getting one. 
So I've got we moved beyond that, Paul. Sorry, I think, I think uh, we, we live you... in a great audio time no, now. No, 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 but mate, there is room for vinyl. You must get through this through your head, Bridget. There is room for vinyl, my friend. Okay then. All right, we'll have to right. disagree on All this right. one. Well, there you go. What f***s me off is next, and I'll go first. Are you ready? Go. This climate change, look, it's, it's, it's gone past worrying about the planet. It's gone to now almost cult status with the ABC has gone nuts in this country. The left wing have gone nuts on climate change. Uh, they want to move to renewables before we have got the proper renewables. So our electricity is going to go up. We're going to be cold for people who live in cold areas. It's gone cult-like, and it's ridiculous. Now, they had their big thing over there. The Morrison went over to write the Prime Minister. That yep. thing over there, I watched it very closely. There was not one bit of of science in that whole thing. It was just a theatrical performance by all of the leaders and by people pushing this climate change. I agree with you. Not one bit of science in it. No, not one bit of science. Just the theatre and people going, oh, we're going to die, the planet's stuff. This whole climate change junkies that are going around the world and we have in this country and Labor and even the Liberals now, we even have the Prime Minister getting on the bandwagon. It is cult, cult-like. It will cost jobs in this country. It will cost jobs. Look, renewables, I'm for, I'm all for it. I mean, we've got to have a cleaner planet. We've got to look after the planet. I'm, I'm for all of that. Yes. But we have to do it in a sensible way. Now, uh, the Prime Minister was uh, on this bandwagon, which was great. He was saying, look, you know, we've got to cut down emissions. They've been doing it pretty successfully uh, with the Paris Accord and all of that. But now he's now he's joined in on the cult. Yeah, I, I just don't, I don't know where we're heading on this, Paul. I oh, really don't. We've, 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 renewables, fabulous. But we need to make sure the economy is not affected and jobs and families' incomes are not affected. Yeah. And bring it in slowly. But what these cult people want around the world with climate change nuts is they want it all to happen now. If it happens now, we have not got the renewables to do it. Well, no, we don't. I, I, just, I, I really don't know where we're heading. Okay, your turn. Okay. Now, what me off? Literally, I'm a bit annoyed at the moment, Port, the state of public toilets in this country. Oh. If, if you go and use a public toilet, can you make sure it's clean? The cleaners do a really hard oh. job in this country to keep things clean. If you go in there and you do a number two... Flush the bloody toilet when you leave. I'm with you. I'm with you 100% on this. I go into toilets and they have not flushed a number two. Who does that? Who leaves a toilet without flushing a number two? I don't, I don't know, you know, as well. I, just, I had to follow somebody in the, in the other day, and honestly, you know, it, it was like a lost property office for turds in there. It was a terrible, terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> a lost property office for turds. I love that. Uh, but the other thing that gets me too is not only do they leave sometimes the number two, the big polywaffle, right? Yes. But they also, if they've flushed it and it's all hanging off the sides, there's, they don't. I mean, do a yep. do a Star Trek, tackle the Klingons, because exactly right. Because there is always in a toilet a little toilet brush, and do you know what? Well, there is. I actually end up, and I admit this, 
to cleaning someone's off the sides of the bowl with that little... Because I just can't leave the toilet looking like that. Because people will think it was you when you walked out. Three people there. They that's go, oh, right. That's the great Paul Macon. Paul Macon. be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> the toilet and didn't clean it up. You know. That's right. And you know, you know, but, but you know, and one of the worst things is spray painting the toilet as well, folks. Honestly, flush the bloody toilet about ten times. Make it easy for the cleaners. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What well. do you mean spray painting? What are you talking about? When you've had a bit of an upset stomach, Paul. And, oh, you know, right. And, and you spray uh, paint. And but listen, it's an it's a a normal human function. But you, these people who leave them, the, the full thing or the splattered sides or whatever, oh. what have their parents been teaching them? What sort of upbringing did they have to leave it in? The, I mean, my mum and dad, particularly my mum, I mean, she taught me to be clean. I, I'm a clean, yes. clean person. I'm not a clean yes. freak. But for yes. God's sake, leave the toilet clean, a public toilet. And I'm on the road all day. And, you know, I, I have to go to various places and things like that. And, and honestly, some of the things, I, that's why I thought I'd bring it up, Paul. I think, you know, in shopping centres, the cleaners there do, it, do a wonderful job. Let's all help them out. Let's flush the toilet, keep it clean, because um, it's going to help everybody. Exactly. Now, Richard Pascoe, our tech guy, we want to we find out that website. There's lots of great information on there. In fact, you're flushed with success as far as all of that information is concerned. Head over to talktech.com.au. Love you, mate, and I love your work, and we'll catch you next week. No, I look forward to it, Paul. Love you too.